Good morning, church. This is one of my favorite Sundays of the year because I get to wear the latest attire in the high fashion of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, on this Christ the King Sunday that's celebrated in the worldwide church, the culmination that we all look forward to, the day when you'll reign forever. Lord, we celebrate with the world, but we celebrate a little differently this morning as we celebrate with the angels in heaven and the saints who've gone before and even the saints to come, baptism. Lord, we thank you for your example of obedience, of love. We thank you for the blessing that baptism is, this reminder of what we've decided on the inside, making this public statement before not only our friends and family and community, but before the saints in heaven itself, before the angels, before the throne. And Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you this morning that we can truly, truly, be children of the King. In your holy and precious name, amen. amen. If you have your Bible, um, or we'll have it on the, the wall up here, I'm going to read two scriptures this morning. been thinking about baptism, and one of the most interesting things I realized this week, and some of you are much smarter than I am, you probably realized this before, but when you look at the Lord Jesus' work on, on earth, it's kind of bracketed by baptism. So we'll look at those two passages. Then Jesus, Matthew 3, 13 to 17 first. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. Do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And the second passage um, is Matthew 28, 16 to 20. Some of us call this the Great Commission. Then Jesus, then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always at the very end of this age. Next week, we begin the church calendar by celebrating Advent and Christ's birth. For those of us who read the scriptures um, closely, we realize that after we celebrate his birth, the next thing seems to be Jesus in the temple, where he leaves his parents behind and they say, what are you doing? He says, I'm about my father's business. And then you have this 30 years, it's kind of quiet. But what I love about those 30 years is we can celebrate that God was preparing Jesus for the work to come. This morning, as we celebrate baptism, we celebrate the new birth of all of our candidates. We celebrate them stepping up in front of the community and say, they will now be about the Father's business. And we celebrate the work that parents and grandparents and friends have done in them to get them ready for God's work. In the baptism of Jesus, we see Jesus' submission to John. We see Jesus' fulfillment of all the prophecies. We see Jesus' obedience to God. And we see Jesus as approved by the Spirit and the Father. To all of our candidates in your baptism, we see your submission to Jesus. We see your fulfillment of God's prophecies and promises. We see your obedience to God. 
and we see that you're approved by Jesus, the Spirit, and the Father. Baptism is a sacrament. All that means is it's an act of ceremony that outwardly celebrates or outwardly shows what's already happened on the inside. As brethren in Christ, we come from this tribe of Anabaptists, which when people ask me, what's an Anabaptist? I say, everything you love about Christianity, that's what we've always been. And people think that's not humble, but it's okay. They killed us for thinking that way. We were called the rebaptizers. We were one of the first ones who read through the scriptures and says, how we want to build our community is a community of people who say, I choose to follow Jesus and then we'll be baptized. We come from this rich heritage of people who are willing to die for what we're about to do today. The church has always celebrated baptism from the beginning until Jesus comes back. So as we participate, all of us in this ceremony this morning, let us be reminded we join with the saints that have come before, the ones who are in this room, the ones who are in the world, and even, yes, the ones to come. John, Jesus' best friend, reminds us that baptism is one of the three eternal witnesses of the church. We have the cross and Jesus dying and the blood of Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit which lives within us, but we also have the waters of baptism. As brethren in Christ, we take our baptism seriously. If they're going to kill you for it, you might as well do it right. Some people baptized by sprinkling, we thought that wasn't enough. Some people baptized by pouring, we thought that wasn't enough. So we ask that the baptism candidates, as they can, will enter into the pool, and we ask them to kneel in submission. And what we believe, and it's funny, we've written papers on this, but what we essentially believe is that by kneeling, you're submitting before God. Instead of being thrown backwards, you're making this decision that I submit. And because we do it right, we baptize them three times. That's three immersions. That's three dips. Pastor Sedra's not here, so she can't make fun of me. The first time I was a little overeager. I don't know who that person was, but I trust they still love me. We dipped them a little hard. I'll try my best to be a little easy this morning. But we baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. You know, a lot of times we talk about our faith. We like to talk about it as a walk. We like to talk about it as a journey. We like to talk about it sometimes as an adventure. And it might be all those things. But let us never forget that our faith is about discipleship. We baptize because we follow Jesus as king. We baptize because it's Jesus' commission to us. We are called to go and make disciples. But then we're called to baptize but let us never forget, as a community, and this goes out to everyone who's not being baptized this morning, we are called to educate them in the faith. We're responsible for teaching them the faith. They made the decision to follow Jesus. They made the decision to be baptized. It is now your work to help grow them together in the faith and prepare them for ministry. It's your work to help them use their gifts for God's glory. We know baptism does not save us. We know the symbol itself has no power. But what a wonderful, beautiful picture it is of our sins being washed away, of us dying to sin and rising with Christ. What a sign it is that now, today and forever, you belong to Christ's kingdom. You belong to the body of the church, not just Harrisburg Brethren in Christ, but the church that has come, the church that will come, and the church around the world. In the New Testament, we see people believe and they were baptized. We often make it everything it's not. But when you look through the book of Acts, you have story after story. All they needed was faith. And then the church responded with baptism. 
So we baptize because of belief in Christ as personal Lord and Savior. We baptize as this outward display of this inner commitment. We give our testimony and we share our story. And this morning you might hear what God has done, what God is doing, what God has already done to say, I am yours. But with this baptism, with this public act, may we as a community confirm their new life in Christ. May we as a community confirm that they are always a part of us. May we as a community confirm that them being obedient is a reminder that we are to be obedient to God. And may we as a community confirm they're making a commitment, not just to Jesus and God and the Spirit, not just to the church, but we're making this commitment together to each other. Jack and Maggie, Colin and Jesse, obeying the command of our Lord Jesus and confident in his presence with us, we have come here this morning to baptize you because you have heard and responded to the call. In Jesus Christ, God has promised to forgive your sins, and he has joined us together in the family of faith with his entire church. He has delivered you from darkness and transferred all of us into the kingdom of his beloved son. In Jesus Christ, God has promised to be our father. The spirit has promised to dwell in us, to receive us as brothers and sisters of Christ. Know that the promises of God are for you. By baptism, God's sign is placed on you to show you that you belong to him. Sharing Christ's reconciling work, you will also share in his victory that dying with Christ to sin, you will be raised in new life. At this time, we're going to do it a little bit different this year. We're going to actually have Pastor Patty come up, and we're going to do the candidates one at a time. So they will come up and share the testimony, and Pastor Nate and I will do the baptism in the water. So we'll start with Jack. Um, hello? Yes, so, just supposed to share. Yeah, so, today I'm getting baptized because God has blessed me with a family that supports and guides me through my faith, and he has also blessed me with a church that puts the utmost importance on their children and youth ministries. And these two things have made me the person that I am today, and without them, I would not be ready to be baptized today and be where I am in my faith. So for that, I thank you all. And I just, um, God's love for this world is just unfathomable. And I hope that I can spread that love in the years to come. Good job. Good job. Brother Jack, in coming to baptism, you declare your faith in Jesus Christ and announce that you want to be his obedient disciple. Jack, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Do you believe that he has forgiven you of your sins? Yes. Because of your confession of faith and in obedience to the command of him who is the head of the church, I baptize you into the death of Christ and into the newness of life and through the power of the resurrection. In the name of the Father... 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Father, we just affirm Jack's decision to follow you, Jesus. We just bless that in Jesus' name. I just hear the scripture that says, by without faith, it is impossible to please God, and that those who draw near to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You have taken a step of faith and saying that you're placing your faith in Jesus, so we just affirm that and bless that in Jack, God, and we just pray that you continue to grow his faith in you, God. Let it be a continual experience of him experiencing your presence in his heart, experiencing your presence in his life, God, that you would just fill him with wisdom and guidance and direction from your spirit, God, and that he would see you in a new way, Lord God, and that he would continue to just release faith and trust in your spirit. And God, I just pray that you raise up gifts of evangelism in him, God, that he would share your love with the world, God, in his actions, in his words, in his deeds, and all that he does, Lord God, that he would be a light of your kingdom and represent you in a hurting and broken world, Lord. So we bless him and just say, Jack, go in the power of the spirit. Go in the love of the Father. Be empowered. Be encouraged by his spirit. May God continue to always be with you and walk with you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Maggie. I'm going to focus on answering two questions for this. Um, the first question I'm going to answer is, why am I being baptized? I think this is kind of a hard question to answer, but um, I'm going to try. While this past summer, I went to two different Bible camps, and while I was at those camps, I learned a lot more about God, and I felt like I grew closer to him. When I got back home, I felt like he was telling me that I should get baptized, so I talked to my parents, and, um, I, and we decided that I was going to get baptized. The second question I'm going to answer is, what has God done for me? God has done so much for me that it is impossible to tell everything. But um, whenever I feel afraid or like I need help, I look to God and try to pray to him to help me through it. He has never left me on my own, and he has always helped me, even if I forget to talk to him about it. Um, he has given me the courage and the strength to share with you today and to take these next steps. The last thing I want to talk about is one of my favorite verses. It is Isaiah 41.10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. I chose this verse for today because it applies to what I'm doing right now. God gave me the strength and courage, and without his help, I won't be standing here today. My sister Maggie, in coming to baptism, you declare your faith in Jesus Christ and announce that you want to be his obedient disciple. Maggie, have you received Jesus Christ as your savior? Yes. Do you believe that he has forgiven your sins? Yes. Because of your confession of faith and in obedience to the command of him who is the head of the church, I baptize you into the death of Christ and to newness of life through the power of his resurrection. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Amen. So, Father, thank you for Maggie, Lord. Thank you for her testimony, Lord God. I just hear the word of Acts that says, In you, Father, we live and move and have our, brain, have our being. For we are your offspring. God, I just declare that she is your daughter, Lord. That she is your offspring, God. That she finds her life and her breath in you, Lord Jesus. I just pray for an increasing awareness of your presence in her life. An increasing awareness of your hand moving in her life, God. And that as you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us, God. That she would continue to experience the closeness and the intimacy of a relationship with you, God. And just may that bring new life in her, God. May that impact the decisions she makes, Lord God. And the steps she takes, Lord, towards seeking you and honoring you in all that she says and do, Lord God. I pray that this moment, Lord, it's not just something that is stored into a memory box and forgotten about later, God, but that it continues to breathe new life into her all the days of her life, God, and that she would just go from glory to glory in knowing you, from glory to glory in growing in intimacy in a relationship with you, Lord. And Lord, I just pray for wisdom from the Spirit, Lord. Just speak to her, Lord. Give her wisdom in every step she takes, in every direction that she moves, Lord God. Just let her walk and continue to be an imitator of you, reflecting your love and your glory to all that she encounters, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Um. I'll just introduce my, my name is Colin Patterson. My parents are Kirk and Patty Patterson. Um, I, <laughs> I, um, I grew up in this church. Um, I was, when we moved to this building, I was three, and that was the same year that my mom started on staff here as children's pastor. Um, I accepted Christ at a very young age. My, my mom told me last night, actually, that I, I was six, apparently. I didn't, I, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> The main reason why I'm being baptized is because uh, this past summer at uh, Kenbrook Camp, I was a CI, I was a counselor in training, and um, that was like a really um, impactful week for me. Um, after the first week of being a CIT, I felt called by God to go into children's ministry, and um, and that's the main main reason why I want to be baptized. My brother Colin, in coming to baptism, you declare your faith in Jesus Christ and announce that you want to be his obedient disciple. Colin, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you believe that he has forgiven your sins? Yes. Because of your confession of faith and in obedience to the command of him who is the head of the church, I baptize you into the death of Christ and to the newness of life through the power of his resurrection. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 
Father Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, give you a hope of future and expected end, and that you will call on me and come to me and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and that you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Father, I pray that you would continue to grow Colin's heart for you, Lord God, that he would seek you in all of his days with all of his heart, Lord God. I just see this tree, a picture of a tree, and as its roots grow deeper, the tree becomes stronger and it begins to bear more fruit. I just pray, Father, that Colin would sink his roots into you, God, that his life would be deeply rooted in you, God, and that he would experience you as fresh living water that brings growth and new life into his very being, Lord God. I pray, Lord, John 15 says, abide in me and you will bear much fruit, God, that the fruit he bears in children's ministry, the fruit he bears even here today, the fruit he bears wherever he goes, comes not from striving, but from abiding in your presence and experiencing the new life that you bring in him, God, and that he will live from the overflow of your abundant grace, your abundant presence, and your abundant spirit just moving in him, Lord God. So, Lord, just bless him, Lord God. Let the roots go deep into your love. Let the roots go deep into your presence, God. Continue to grow him to being a man of God you called him to be, Lord. Bless him. Continue to surround him with the love and the support of his family and friends and so many people, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, I started believing in Jesus as Savior and following him as Lord 13 years ago in college, but it was unclear exactly when I became a Christian. And Baptism wasn't really offered, and I didn't seek it out. Um, I didn't think about baptism much because I've been raised in a church that did infant baptism. Um, and growing up in church, I like I talked with God, but I'd never actually followed him as an active way of life. Uh, so I fell away from really believing completely in my freshman year, and then slowly came back week after week to a realization that I needed and actually wanted to be following Jesus, and that he was directly answering all my questions and guiding me daily. Um, a lot of my faith since then and now still gets summed up, I think, in a passage in the Gospel of John. It's a passage that I kept coming back to when I was deciding to follow Jesus and is still where, I'm, where I turn to when I'm really doubting. Um, so in chapter 6, Jesus has been giving a really difficult teaching, so a lot of his followers decide to stop following him, and then he turns to his 12 closest followers and asks, do you also wish to go away? And that just often feels like a very live question to me. Do you, do you also wish to go away? And I really resonate with Peter's response. Um, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We've come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Um, so, yeah, I, I've gotten to like see how baptism is a great celebration of following Jesus and being welcomed into the family of God, and I don't want to miss out on that. So, yeah. <laughs> My brother Jesse, in coming to baptism, you declare, you declare your faith in Jesus Christ and announce that you want to be his obedient disciple. Jesse, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Do you believe that he has forgiven your sins? Yes. Because of your confession of faith and in obedience to the command of him who is the head of the church, 
I baptize you into the death of Christ and to newness of life through the power of his resurrection. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, God, for Jesse, and thank you for his story and just his choice of saying he wants to seek you. He recognizes, God, that you are the source of life. You are the source of hope. You are the source of strength. God, that you are truth, Father, and I just praise you for his decision to place his faith and hope in you that he's done years ago, God, but even just reaffirming that today, Lord God. And Lord, I just pray for a fresh infilling of your spirit, an infilling of your anointing, God, that it would just bless him in his ministry a hack, that it would just bless and touch the people that he encounters, Lord, and he would just bless and fill his marriage, God, with the presence of your spirit and your love there, Lord God. I just bless all that he's doing for your kingdom, God. Just let it be multiplying. Let it be fruitful for you, Lord God, and continue to just sink his roots deep into your presence mm-hmm. and deep into to your love, God. And I just pray as he shares in the fellowship of your suffering, he will continue to experience a deeper intimacy with you that also leads him to experiencing the new life that you bring in the midst of our brokenness, the new life you bring in the midst of seeing your glory at work within us, Lord God, and not just ourselves, God. Mm. So I just pray, God, that he continues to see you in a new way and continues to see your glory revealed to him in a new way, Lord God. I just bless his steps, every step he take, every place he go, Lord God, that he would go trusting in you, walking with you, keeping his eyes fixed on you, Lord, and always devoted to you, Lord. In Mm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks. Can you guys hear me okay? Oh, there it is. (laughs) Um, A little bit of direction on how we're going to end the service. Pastor Esty and team will come up. They will sing one song to give us a chance to change and come back. Um, at the conclusion of that song, we will actually have a presentation to the candidates, so to Jack, Maggie, Colin, and Jesse. Um, we have verses that we picked out for them that we will hand them to them, and an official Harrisburg Brethren in Christ baptism certificate, which if you haven't gotten one yet, all the cool kids got one, so please, <laughs> please work on it. Um, but I do want to give us a challenge as a community. Said a couple things in the sermon. My challenge to us this morning is that hopefully this is a blessing to you. Hopefully it's an affirmation of the God who works and moves in us. But as we baptize, may we be reminded that we are in this community together. May we recommit our lives this morning to following God. May we recommit our lives to using our gifts and services for him and his kingdom. May we recommit our lives to not just being poured into, but pouring out. And at the end of, um, we hand out the certificates. I've got this part, so I got to go back. Um, We're going to give them the certificates. They're going to sit down. We're going to have our closing song. We'll pray for you for anything. The intercessors will be up front. We'll pray for you. At the end of the service, after I do the benediction, the candidates will actually be at the back doors. And please, please greet them. If they, greet them. But use discretion. You know, we don't want to intimidate them. It's like hundreds of us and four of them. Um, So use discretion. Even if it's just a high five or a thank you or God bless you, um, I'm sure it'll be very, very meaningful to them. But again, Let this baptism be a confirmation to all of us, not just of the faith that we believe in, but the faith that we walk in. Amen? God bless you all.